Hey everybody, Jordan here from the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. This is episode 446 of the show. Winter's here, which means the holidays are right around the corner. This week is the last podcast until Thanksgiving time, and for the last few weeks or so, I've been in maintenance, which is a goal that is very underrated for most people, and most people just totally ignore and don't really follow that. I will talk about that today. You know, it might not be a flashy episode or something that really gets people excited because who wants to maintain, right? It all, you know, seems like everyone wants to either gain or lose muscle or body fat and um, maintaining and just staying the same doesn't sound too tempting, but there are a lot of benefits to it, especially in a time like right now in the holidays. I'm seeing a lot of success from kind of hanging out at maintenance calories, training in a certain style and way. And um, I'm going to go over that in today's episode, my exact plan and the benefits of including maintenance phases and how to do it. Hopefully you guys enjoy today's show. Let's get started. All right, let's get started with episode 446 of the podcast. We're almost to 500 episodes, which is pretty crazy, although it will probably take almost a year to get to that point, but probably mid-2023 or to the end of 2023, we should have up to 500 episodes. Pretty exciting for the podcast, and thank you guys for staying along with it, listening to some episodes here and there, or all of them, and supporting it. Um, I want to talk today about maintenance. Now, like I said in the intro, it's not really a flashy goal. It's not really an exciting goal. And I know this episode probably won't get as many downloads and listens because the idea of maintaining is a lot less appealing than losing body fat or gaining muscle or gaining strength. But maintenance and maintaining is actually very, very useful and very, very important especially in the holiday season. So it is the Monday before Thanksgiving this week and Things are going to start getting crazy as far as food being available, offered to you, social events, cookies are going to be just everywhere. And, you know, of course, Thanksgiving dinner and Christmas dinner are coming up too. So one of the most common questions I get is how to handle these things. And I've done episodes in the past on like how to handle the holidays and Thanksgiving dinner, Christmas season, stuff like that, where you are faced with a lot of treats and difficult situations to stay on track. And I do have some tips for that that I could share, but really I think it starts with planning your whole year correctly and making sure that you are, you know, phasing things in a way that makes sense for how your schedule goes. So like I've talked about this before many times on the show, but in the winter months, actually, you know, January to March or so, I tend to kind of have lower calories, diet, get pretty lean uh, because I just usually stay home. There's a few trips to town here and there and a couple things on weekends, but nothing crazy. We're not doing a lot of family events or anything. So kind of just lay low, go through the grind, discipline, you know, consistent meals. It's easy. Then kind of when it ramps up busy season around here in the spring and summer, uh, you know, we're talking like March or May to like August. I usually actually like to be in a surplus. So I'll get to pretty high calories. Usually this last summer, I was up to 4,100 calories or so per day, gaining weight really slowly. 
that was kind of my goal then. And I just like having more calories for fueling all the work and outside activity that I do. And then usually in the fall, it's more focused around maintenance and kind of, you know, this time I did a short little fat loss phase after the summer, but very short three to four weeks, and then just went right to maintenance calories and have stayed there ever since. There are a lot of benefits to being in maintenance that aren't really talked about. And one of those is that it's allows you a lot more estimation and flexibility. So if you're in fat loss, it's very critical that you don't stay in fat loss too long, right? If you're on low calories, you're, you know, you can maintain on 2,200 calories and you're eating 1,500. You don't want to stay on 1,500 for six months. And if you estimate too much, go out to eat a lot, that kind of thing, it's um, going to make you stay there longer to reach your goal because it's going to hold you back. If you're in a surplus, you actually also don't want to estimate and be too flexible because you could really overdo the surplus or underdo the surplus. Both are going to really mess up your progress. If you overdo the surplus, meaning you're trying to average about a 200 calorie, 300 calorie surplus a day, but you go out to eat and estimate, or you're not tracking everything, or you're having cheat days, you might be averaging 500 calories over your maintenance calories and be gaining a lot of body fat. Or you might be estimating everything you're eating and not have as high of an appetite and maybe undereat, and then you really don't get the most out of your gaining phase at all. But maintenance allows you some flexibility there. So I find people are much more accurate. They're intuitive eating if they're around maintenance calories. Estimation usually doesn't result in throwing you off the wagon too much, meaning you can eat way over your calories one day here and there. And if you just get right back, right back on track eating maintenance calories, you really don't see much weight gain, if any. You just kind of end up losing the water weight. Maybe you gain 0.2 pounds from it or something. And you can just continue on from there which makes it a perfect phase for the holidays because things are going to come up. You can track loosely, you know, track grandma's or mom's cooking. And it's not a big deal. If you're a little bit off, just try to get pretty close, hit your protein targets maybe. And you know, that big meal will come in there too. Like Thanksgiving dinner, don't stress about it. Just enjoy yourself, stay active, hit the protein and get right back on track after that. It makes maintenance really, really perfect, and you don't see as much, I guess, damage to your diet and goals as you would in another goal. So that is one reason why I really like maintenance on the holidays and kind of the reason why I choose maintenance over other goals like fat loss or muscle gain. Of course, fat loss is pretty tricky to beyond over the holidays it's pretty hard to stay on track and then i don't really choose muscle gain over the holidays although it would result in more calories per day because of that average issue that i talked about if you have one meal that's 1200 calories over your maintenance and every day after that's 400 calories over your maintenance you're really averaging a lot of calories and will probably gain some body fat but getting back on track on maintenance is just a really nice healthy way to do it and you can actually see progress in maintenance People sometimes think it's spinning your wheels and not doing anything, but hey, this maintenance phase, I've seen increases in strength. I've seen myself getting a little bit leaner even. Weight has gone down just a little bit, and it's slow, but it's steady, and it is progress. So I'll talk about my maintenance plan a little bit. Of course, your lifestyle will dictate how you set up your plan because it can be different for everybody depending on what you can fit in your schedule, what's reasonable for you. But on the exercise front, 
nothing really changed. I am not doing any kind of special program. I didn't really reduce volume at all or anything like that. I train, actually I train 10 times per week, but really that's because I'm splitting up some of my workouts from AM and PM. So if I am supposed to train six days a week, maybe four of those days, I'll also train in the evening and just do half of the workout in the morning. So training for hypertrophy though, so in the six to 20 rep range, somewhere in there for most exercises and um, keeping it pretty simple with steady increases, deloads every month or two and um, trying to progress. And then something I've really added that I think has contributed to actually leaning down a little bit in maintenance and maybe I'm not really at my true maintenance calories yet is because it's winter, I'm really trying to move a lot and walk. So my steps right now, which is a good way to kind of track activity outside of the gym, my steps are at like 15,000 plus per day. I'm trying to get in five to seven miles of just walking, not counting daily life. So that's, I have a treadmill set up in the family room and that would be, you know, at two and a half miles per hour is what I do while I'm working. And if I'm working my laptop, I try to get two hours in throughout the day, just broken up. Uh, of walking. So that's five miles and then usually walk the dogs two miles at lunchtime, but not every day. Unfortunately, in the winter, I want to do that, but um, a lot of days. So we're getting a lot of activity, a lot of movement, but it's low intensity, nothing hard to recover from because calories aren't really that high with maintenance. And I'm seeing a lot of good progress. So I think in general, the advice would be don't change training too much. Focus on hypertrophy and focus on low intensity activity and staying really active. It might be an active hobby like hiking or surfing or swimming, or it might be something like walking, really simple where you just track steps or miles per day. Diet wise, like I said, there's a lot more flexibility and estimation involved. So I do track and I track six out of seven days. For those six days, it's you know, I mean, I'm pretty good at estimating, I guess, but not weighing everything. So like I know last night, for example, we had fajitas and with ground beef. So, or I guess tacos, I guess. So with the tacos, I know that when I weigh out my beef for the tacos, it's usually about 150 grams cooked that I put on all the tortillas that I'd have. I didn't really weigh the ground beef last night. I just kind of filled the taco to what it normally looks like and call it 150 grams in the tracker, but I'm still tracking it. I'm just estimating the serving a little bit more than I normally would. Some things I weigh that are tricky for me, like peanut butter or oats or something where it's harder to just eyeball it, but eyeballing a lot. And then one out of seven days, completely taking a day off of tracking just for the mental break and to be able just to kind of have a weekend day where, you know, maybe I eat a little lower protein that day. Maybe I just kind of eat whatever everyone else is and not really worry about getting in different protein sources and things. And it's working out pretty well. So one day a week like that, rest of the day is pretty on track with a little bit more estimation and it's worked so far. Nothing fancy, no carb cycling, no calorie cycling, no, crazy workouts or high intensity interval training or anything, just pretty boring maintenance calories, a little bit of flexibility, hypertrophy training and getting in a lot of walking. And that's really, I guess the beauty and the benefit of maintenance training and maintenance calorie eating is that you can 
try out different things, be flexible, and still see progress, which I think is really neat. So I guess my message today for the podcast is to give maintenance a try, especially through the holidays. You might just find your maintenance calories by seeing what you can maintain at. You might have an app that calculates it for you, or you might be able to just do something like body weight times 14 or 15. I'm at about body weight times 16 right now for my maintenance calories. That's probably because of the walking just is added since I started that phase and that increased my calorie burn per day. So enjoying it. I think it's beneficial. I recommend you give it a try. How I'd include maintenance is over times like vacation or the holidays. It's perfect. Just go to maintenance calories then do the things I talked about. Another good way to use it is as a diet break. So maybe every six, eight weeks of fat loss, you go to maintenance, take a little break. Um, You can do this during deloads in your training. So when you're training a little bit less, you can go to maintenance. Um, And also between phases, I like it. So say you do a 12-week diet with maybe a diet break in there in the middle at maintenance for a week. And then at the end of the 12-week diet, you go to maintenance for four weeks. And then you go to muscle gain. Try gaining some muscle for maybe six months. After that six months, you go to maintenance for another month, see how you kind of look once the water weight's leveled off, you're out of the surplus, and then you can do fat loss or muscle gain from there or stay in maintenance if it works out time-wise. That's what I did this year, and I recommend it for just about everybody unless you have a lot of weight to lose or a lot of weight to gain. And that's it for today's episode 446 of the podcast all about maintenance phases and some benefits of them, what I'm doing over the holidays and my own plan. Thank you for listening to the show. Talk to you later.